challenger but I'm gonna have to slap into George the great Pace unknown. That is the hurting of nerds. This is our second annual Halloween costume spectacular extravaganza. But this time for the first time, none of us have dressed up. This is why I have to suffer through nerd murders. My name is Greg Lagarde. And as you can see, it's a jungle sometimes. It makes me wonder how I keep from going under. Um, but welcome to the jungle. We have fun and games. Uh, and for this particular game and this particular fun, it's all about nerd herders and a month of pop culture news, views, and reviews. Um, you don't have to try to guess my costume. If you're looking at this right now, you've already used me quite a bit because I am an internet explorer. And joining me in this massive undertaking is my favorite married couple, animated couple, huh, huh? as you can tell by their costumes. I'm talking, of course, about Lilo and Daria, Damien Dragon and Foxy Foxy. Hi. Hello. And Dan Calachico. Um, Dan, who should get special mention here because starting last year, he spent 364 days perfecting this costume. And here it is. Dan, I'm very proud of you. Last year, you could not hide your embarrassment and shame over not having your costume ready from the day last year's Nerd Herders Halloween special stopped from that minute till right now, you've been working on this costume. Congratulations, sir. You look amazing. I hate you so much. <laughs> no, thank you. I, I, I can't see anything. Uh, I'm committed to this role. Uh, so, and there was an Internet Explorer sound, so it fit right in perfectly. Uh, I'm committed yeah, to this. Badass can't keep a straight face. Um, and Danny says, of course, I dress like a Ghostbuster. I would argue it's timely this year, but we'll get into that possibly later. Uh, I can't see anything, so I'm going to keep this on. <laughs> and uh, I would be remiss if I didn't talk about uh, or celebrate uh, the life of uh, one of our panelists today. Uh, she made another trip around the sun uh, for the 39th time. And uh, it is my distinct honor and pleasure to spend another year with you. Uh, thank you for everything you've done and continue to do for us, not just for me here. I get the pleasure of only hitting on you once a month, but uh, with your husband and uh, being a mom and being a former wrestler, referee, ballet, teacher, instructor, all that coming up. And her upcoming biography, Tell Me Who I'm Supposed to Be. Happy belated birthday to her own Veronica Vargas, Foxy Foxy. Thanks. Yay. And might I say, it's totally fine to say 40. I am totally fine with being 40. One of my favorite activities lately has been saying I could be their mother. And it is hysterical. And still get carded. And still get carded. Here's the thing, though. Uh, most people would uh, kill to be you at 40. Yes, you know, yeah. I'm just I know 20 year olds that would kill to look as good as you. Yeah, I was going to say, I hope I was going to say, I hope I look like that when I'm 40, but I'm two years away. So it's all right. It's over. I still wish I looked like that. So 
Uh, yeah, but when people when you tell people you're almost 50, I forget. <laughs> people go, oh. I well see, you're you're okay with 45. I'm 49.95 plus tax. So Jesus Christ. <laughs> that's where I am. But this isn't about me and the lovely Foxy Foxy and celebrating her birthday again. This is about Nerd Herders News, and it's October, so we've had a whole month away, and a whole lot of shit has dropped, and we are here to pick it up, smell it, and give it to you. So, Damien, floor is yours. Hit us. All right. For those of you joining us uh, again, or for those of you joining us for the first time, just a repeat of how this goes, pretty much take a collection of the Nerd News of the Month. We throw them on the table for a round table discussion and always feel free to chime in and everything like that. And it was a rather um, active month and everything like that. Um, so let's get right to it. Okay, starting out this month, and I remember you had some information further into this possibly just a little bit. Hotel Transylvania 4 gets a new release date on Amazon Prime Video. Uh, Sony Pictures um, Hotel Transylvania will now be released on January 14th, which is supposed to be released on October 1st, but failed to materialize uh, with no clear explanation. Back in August came the news that the fourth entry in the popular Hotel Transylvania animated film franchise, uh, subtitled Transformania, would be skipping theaters and instead arrive exclusively on Amazon Prime Video as a streaming title, which was odd at first as Adam Sandler signed exclusively to Netflix. It was later revealed Sandler himself was not a part of the latest installment uh, where he would be voicing Drac. So, um, yeah, that was a whole bit crazy to do when that was supposed to come out at the very beginning of uh, October. And everybody was like, the movie and everything. So, yeah, apparently for some odd reason, I mean, pretty much almost everybody from Sandler's crew is involved. But again, Sandler himself is not involved with the film at all. Uh, and there's been no mention as to why. And again, and the fact that they had said it was on, again, that they said it was on Amazon, I was like, wait a minute, uh, he's got exclusivity with Netflix. So I don't know. Any information I actually had about it, you wrote in there. Pretty so much got it. I have no information about this anymore. Yeah, well, but if anybody has any, anybody's got any details as why Sandler, um, not part of it? I mean, I knew he was. I know he was filming, uh, um, like, mo like I think he was filming one or two movies in the same amount of time. It would have. I can't imagine in an animated film that that's what kept him out of this movie. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know. All right. Well, move on to the next thing. Okay. Okay. Moving on to the next thing. Now, uh, you know. It was inevitably going to happen. It was a matter of how, when, or whatever like that. But in a very big surprising thing, AJ Lee has been had been named the executive producer for the relaunch of Wow Women of Wrestling, uh, and everything like that. So everybody was like, "Whoa!" Now, just before she, that announcement came, it was also put out there that Tessa Blanchard was going to be turning to wrestling in the U.S. Also for world uh women of wrestling so um they've already pretty much been it, tessa blanchard has been uh given the nickname of being nuclear and she's kind of adopted that onto a t-shirt which already caused some extra stir and everything like that to deal with so basically in her miss miss uh, daria and i talking here and there like that in the past i don't really foresee um aj being one to deal with any of tessa's bullshit <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah no. And everything like that. I, I really don't. I mean, you know, when she was given the free range to say what she wanted to say on a on live national television with a microphone for this man, she let it rip. And, and you know, she's Jersey girl, and she don't she don't care. And and it's not like she's doing this like she need she doesn't need this. Maybe it's something you know she wanted to just find some way of being back in the business without having to be fully active and everything like that. But it's not like she exactly needs wrestling and needs to do this and everything like that. So, so I really do not see AJ taking any crap from Tessa whatsoever. And it's not a matter of if, it's just literally probably a matter of when. When. Something's going to happen there. I, I, as far as I'm to understand it, there's a lot of uh, male culpas that never were done as far as uh, Miss Blanchard. So I, <laughs> it was just weird to see all of that press. And, and Foxy, you and I have discussed it on two or three episodes of uh, Nerd Herders and HIAC, the, the speaking out and the lack of follow-up, we'll call it. Dave and I were just speaking of something similar before we went on the show. How strange. How which, which one was uh, that, Foxy? <laughs> uh, no, um, we were we were uh, talking Marty. about um uh Marty's girl. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and how he's currently only getting books over in Puerto Rico. And I mean, as far as I knew, his allegations were far milder in comparison to the people that are still getting booked worldwide. Yeah. You know, even so far as he immediately had released a statement, you know, apologized, did what he could to rectify whether or not people want to forgive is another story. Yeah. That's not up to anybody, but you know, that of the person and people that, yeah, his victim. Yes. Yeah. However, it's at the point where, again, he's primarily only getting booked in Puerto Rico, whereas other offenders that are definitely guilty that have are still seeing prime you know, spots. Yeah, so that's been fun. But um, the part that made me laugh with this whole thing was just the women of wrestling part because that wasn't a that wasn't a grand slam of a federation back in the day at all. No, no. I, I the original the initial run of Wow, you know, as a teenage boy. A teenage boy, but uh, but uh, 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 almost twenty year old man or boy was twenty years old. You're not a man. Um, it was it was a different perspective. I was like, ah, oh, wow, look how awesome it. Is. You look back, it's terrible. It's all bad. The original run, the last two seasons where I forgot what network network it was running on. Um, might have been Axis. It might have been Axis because I believe it was airing with the New Japan shows. Yeah. Um, it was really good. It was respectful. I mean, not, not all the girls were talented, but they actually they integrated some workers with, with yeah. They had workers. People. There were people that I knew that were on the show. They like were Mercedes people that Martinez worked. worked it. A couple of people worked it. Alexis uh, was always a, a Mickey James. Was Mickey James a staple in there. Harlow O'Hara was there as um. Uh, it was the, she had a different gimmick in Wow, but it was people that were actually wrestlers, trained wrestlers mm -hmm. who've been on the indie circuit. Uh, for a good while now and had actually wrestling matches and storylines tied to those wrestling matches versus before. We don't really my, talk about my, that. My, my question is, well, not really a question, but if this is going to get off 
off the ground with AJ um, Lee and, and Tessa, two names in to pro wrestling fans. Maybe AJ might be to some mainstream WWE fans. Um, where do they expect to go with this? Because I don't know. I mean, obviously, there's a lot of women wrestlers out there yeah. that we haven't seen that are still have, have been undiscovered. But in order to get this off the ground, you're going to need some some kind of name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, and that's the thing. Like, AJ Lee wasn't announced as an on-camera figure or anything like that. She was really announced as executive producer. I mean, obviously, right. she'll probably she'll wind up in front of the camera at some point. But how active, nobody knows. And again, like, like I said, like she and I were just more so wondering, like, the moment Tessa tries something, AJ's not going to take it. Right. AJ's not going to take it. The and I guess we'll touch upon this in a second, but to answer your question, Craig, there's a bunch of names that are now available starting at the beginning of the year. Um, so they have a lot of names that weren't being used, um, by WWE or AEW that are or Impact, even that are uh, also available. Also, forgetting that Impact does allow. Uh, work for certain other companies, so that might be an open thing. Uh, MLW's got a few talent, they yeah. Because can... uh, Tessa was working for WoW and Impact at the same time, as a matter yeah. of fact, yeah. Lana and Santana Garrett are part of it. Well, sign me up, I can't wait. Well, Santana Garrett, I was more talking about Lana. Santana Garrett, Santana Garrett is fine, uh, but there are names out there, uh, but they got to start again somehow. They got they got yeah. they got to start. I'm hoping most of the people that were in that reboot are part of this reboot. Are mm. we calling it a reboot or are we just calling it season three? I don't know. The relaunch, I guess. The relaunch of the reboot. I hope they're still yeah. here because there's a lot of talented wrestlers there. Um, I I was real excited for an hour. And then you brought it up already, the Tessa Blanchard thing. And, you know, I don't have a horse in this race. But it's the it, 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 Foxy. It's what we were talking about earlier. Just to elaborate on. There was no there's no my bad. There is no, I'm sorry. There wasn't even an attempt in this situation. Just kind of disappeared and was like, I'm back. And everybody's like, no. <laughs> this is not what we meant. Yeah. This is, yeah, yeah, no, that's not how it works. <laughs> so it's, uh, you know, uh, they're going to have to, speaking personally, of course, not for other people, speaking about me, they're going to have to rain, they're going to have to try to pull me back in. Um, I know there was a. Nah, never mind. What? What? Yeah. What? 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 You, can't, you can't. Come on. There was a name that they could have used in the initial reboot, but Foxy. People already know how Foxy and I feel about that person being ignored until it was too late. Ah. Uh, so, Daphne. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So I don't know. Wow's gonna have to. Wow's gonna have to wow me. Because uh, I never got to see the second season or the third season of it, however you, you want to call it. I would watch the old, old ones where Mickey James was Alexis Lurie and she was only <sighs> one of three trained people against like you know, yeah. Thai Killer Weed and all of them. Yeah. Jungle so, Girl, who's still there? There, there were a, a lot. Yeah. yeah. Well, Jungle Fun Girl, fun. Jungle Girl has turned into a good talent, like a good yeah. wrestler. Yeah, I mean, she's been around for so there. long with them, though. Like she's been around Foxy for a long it. time with them. Foxy, what were you going to say? I didn't mean to cut no, it off. I was going to say, fun fact about it. 
they actually did pay really well. Yeah. Because um, two of my girlfriends tried to get me to work there. My friend Tracy Taylor, because she had worked there. And then later on, Becky Bayless. And the first time I was like, oh, you know, I'll think about it. We'll see, whatever, whatever. And then I saw what it was. I'm like, all right, I'm going to need a fake name. Foxy isn't fake enough. I'm going to need like a totally fake name to do any of this. Hey, we're going to book you as Titty McGee. No. I mean, that's pretty much what the original wow was. I mean, I'm close. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Dead dead ass. That's like what it was. And it's like. You have to like scrolling through the VHSs, yeah, just to catch like a women's match. Mm. And it was, was always an hour like, of... the same recycled like three people. Like there was a woman, a uh, girl named Tara, just with, like everyone short, like brunette hair, really skinny, always wrestling. Back then, Alexis Lurie, and it was like, the ones who could actually wrestle. And the ring was always so small, Aww. like su- like smaller than the average bear. <laughs> 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 Small with a W. That's how you know it's small. 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 The jersey. <laughs> all right. So, again, only time will tell to see if any speculated friction actually happens there. All right. Also, this month, it is October, so we got to have some of that good old horror freaky shit in. Um, we finally got the trailer. I don't know if you want to call it a reboot, re- whatever. Point is, we got... OG. We got... OG. We got the trailer. For the Resident Evil Welcome to Raccoon City oh. movie coming out November 24th. Whoa! I mean, this is literally straight from the video game with even like callbacks to like the classic, you know, classic moments, you know, like the zombie, them seeing a zombie for the first time, the, the face turn, everything. Like, what we will we watched this trailer, I think, like two, three times. We were yeah. just like blown away. This is, this is not taken away from the middle of Jovovich versions. I, oh, no, love, no. I love that series franchise. I think it's great, like side story with nods to the originals. Yes. But to see how they're how they're gonna display like the new the main characters, the red fields, and like really delve into Raccoon City and do this the story. Yeah. They're doing the story, the original. Yeah, and Raccoon City was like a blip in the radar in the first franchise yeah. of it so like this I, i'm very excited about this this might be the one to, to break that video that video, video game, game movie curse, curse. Yeah. that supposedly is going i mean assassin's creed is pretty good though but, yeah. but yeah. It, so this could be better than mortal Kombat. yes it could be wow that's yeah. my praise <laughs> yeah i mean for those of you who have not seen the trailer uh, there's like a, there's a, there's a regular one, and there was the international one. Of course, international they give you a little bit more gore and everything, as always, and everything. But I mean, like, uh, it's it, it, it's it, it unbelievable. Doesn't, it doesn't tiptoe around the lore of Resident Evil. There, it's there's, horror. It's, it's straight up horror. It's, folks. Horror, it's, it's a horror movie. You know, suspense. It, it's Ooh. every single piece of what the game was meant to be. Like you know, playing Moonlight Sonata on the piano type bullshit, typewriter sounds. This is like. Like everything is in it, like yeah. integral moments from the video game, as you mentioned, you know, callback, you know, the, the zombie, the, the truck, the truck flipping and blocking the police station, like everything is there from the game. And and, the, and not not saying that we're like sticklers for like original content. Like It was just more so to see it, like yes. to see it. So I was like, whoa, yeah. Because again, we, we, we like the, you know, the Mila franchise. They weren't all great movies, but like 
they were enjoyable. We liked them. But to see this actually come to fruition and actually be the game, it's just like, wow. And look like what the video games actually look like these days because, you know, these are the old, older ones. You got the older graphics, no matter how much you try to, you know, revamp it and update it. It's like, so now it's like you're just actually watching the video game. Yeah. In that 4K, whatever, Firefox bullshit mechanisms they have inside these things. Firefox. That's Firefox. a thing, right? I remember Firefox being a Clint Eastwood movie. Yeah. It's a computer yeah. thing. It's a thing. I thought it's a cold one. I remember. I got yeah, it. Yeah, I knew you were going to remember that one. Isn't it Firefox a web browser? Yes. Yes. What's that thing that they have inside the new the new systems? Fire engine is like what? The, it's like the fire engine technology. Some bullshit. Fire like engine technology. Yeah. So yes. Yeah, so they put out. They run around going. <laughs> something like that. Frostbite. Yes. <laughs> Which has nothing to do with fire. <laughs> it's the opposite exactly. of fire. So it's close. ice. So close, Fox. Yes. You 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 were there. You were there. Yes. It was it's, one of it's the, the opposite of fire. That's what it is. That's what I'm. It wasn't hot. It was Mortal Kombat, you know, Sub Zero and Scorpion, you know that thing. Oh yeah, connect all the dots, sweetie. Yeah, that's it. That's it. I'm a master bullshitter. <laughs> oh, oh, we've met. <laughs> wow. Oh, but anyway, yes, Resident Evil is definitely one to look weird. forward to. This is my nor. This is actually my natural hair color, so this is really weird. And the fact that you have a, a wig over your natural hair color is just no like... a wig for my natural hair color because I don't know what my hair color looks like. Anymore. Oh, that's true. All right. Well, moving on to the next thing, uh, NYCC. Uh, you know, a little bit quiet this year, but I heard like people thoroughly enjoyed and everything like that. But of course, um, Critical Role had their uh, their panel and everything like that. With the uh, long-awaited and well-financially-backed uh, release date for their animated series, Vox Machina, coming to Amazon. And that'll finally be released on February 4th, 2022. I can't wait. I'm a critter. I don't care. I was going to throw that out there anyway. <laughs> Plus, it was like the only news bit I really had out of Comic-Con. There was really like no huge news out of Comic-Con. Yeah, co uh, they, they, they uh, have Ghostbusters. Uh, uh, you know, Go ahead. Go ahead. They, on, they only showed the movie. I know what you texted us immediately that you were depressed about. I was depressed. I was mad. No, but technically, think about it. Technically, that's a good thing for us to say. There's no real news coming about it because those who watched it haven't spoiled like, it, spoiled anything or blabbed their mouths about it or even revealed the fact of, hey, guess what? I saw the movie. Unless like, someone went digging for it. No, I didn't. No, I actively yeah. stayed away from it. Nope. Yeah. As soon as I saw, because I was watching the panel live, and as soon as I saw Jason Reitman say, and we think you've waited long enough, I ran to Twitter and said, mute Ghostbusters Afterlight, mute Ghostbusters, mute Afterlife. I'm not, I was like, I'm out. <laughs> I'm not Dan, 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 Dan. Yeah. If you're not watching AEW right now, okay? This thing dead? At 9.44, PM with your DVRing AEW. This is for Dan Calachico only. You will see the greatest sight you've ever seen. I just heard the kids. Okay. Is it Phil Collins? No. Something about, something about Ghostbusters. What are you yelling at me for? I didn't do we, it. The kid, the kids are watching. We heard the words Ghostbusters. Shut up! You're spoiling it. That's why I said. Hold on, I'm going. 
I'm going right now. I don't know how this app works. I don't know how the app works. What am I doing? (laughs) I can't. I can't type fast enough right now. Shut up. That's ads. You can't play ads. Talk over me, please. Well, well, as he's I, doing that, uh, any any other news of uh, Comic-Con was actually relatively calm this year, considering this is the first Comic-Con back to New York after, you know, I, n- not after because we're still in it. Yeah. Uh, you know, a pandemic. And um, uh, those pandemic, who did said? attend say that it went rather smoothly. Yeah, a know. lot of people said it went smoothly. They enjoyed themselves. They had a good time. They said it was one of their more enjoyable ones or like that. But also a lot of, you know, they, a lot of companies, big companies decided to kind of like not go there like dc of course had fandom which we've got some stuff out of fandom for sure and everything like that but yeah a lot of uh bigger name companies decided it's, to take out uh, be- between ah uh, of course between um whatchamacallit between people missing out on it last year and having zero option to go and then some of the bigger companies just taking that step back either either for precautionary measures or because they've realized they can do their own thing like what a lot of video gaming companies have done sans E3. Uh, It just seems to have brought back a heart to the cons almost like, almost like what it was because people still cosplayed, but they did it to enjoy themselves. They didn't do it to be a spectacle. Yeah. You know, people met up with old friends again and people shopped and it just, the overall feel I saw from it was, just people having fun again. It was, and, this, and it was, it was near what it used to be. And it was actually the first year we missed it. Yeah, like, we actually were like, man, I really wish I was there. We haven't gone in six years because you know Cole's wow. birthday is around the same time as that, and I was and, due. And, and then plus everything else that we saw going on with it. And yeah, the and, the, and the ticket stuff. So we haven't gone in six years, and just the first year we actually were like, damn. Wish if, I was there. If this was the way it used to be, we'd probably just run out and just get a ticket and go. So yeah. it, it's nice to see that it seems like it's coming full circle again. But we'll see how it looks like next year. Yeah. Because all I know is next year, you know, hopefully, if things are actually as normal as can be, you know, yeah. that's when everybody's going to be punching everybody's pockets and throwing everything in your face again. All I have to say is, is it could have been the greatest moment in AEW history if it wasn't who was wearing the outfits and they went with the cheapest outfits. Yeah, I saw in your video, they were pretty cheap. They, those were yeah. like like the Spencer's gifts, like or Spirit Halloween ones, a really Spirit cheap Spirit Halloween. You would, you would, adventure movie. You would think with the money that All Elite has, that they would have at least gotten screen accurate <laughs> name tags. Spectral Catchers Edition. Yeah, well, it's to, it's ghost also, breakers. You have to also remember they're wrestling with them on too in costume with the Don't proton packs on their back. No, no, no. I'm not talking about the proton pack. I'm talking about wrestling jumpsuits. It's really not my that hard ju- my 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 Ghostbusters outfit, which is now in half, cost more money than there. Come on, you're fired. Wow, not you, Adam is. Anyway, moving on. Keeping it, keep it in the spirit of the month of October and horror and, and things like that. I'm just um, jealous. The Hellraiser bo- uh, reboot has found its pinhead. After years of development purgatory, the reboot of the 1987 horror classic Hellraiser is finally full steam ahead with director David Bruckner set for release on Hulu in the U.S. Jamie Clayton of Sense8 and The L Word will be taking up the mantle and stepping into the role 
first originated by Doug Bradley. Bradley, who played the character across eight of the franchise's ten installments, only recently stepped away from the role as 2011's, uh, uh, as of 2011's Hellraiser Revelations. Clayton will be the first woman and uh, and first trans actor to play the part of Pinhead. Well, that's awesome. And Hulu, I'm not surprised. They have Clive Barker's Books of Blood there. So let's just hope that this Hellraiser series is actually the way it's supposed to be. Hellraiser is supposed to be sexy as fuck. Yeah, that was not Hellraiser. That movie was not. (laughs) I read the book and I'm like, yo, this is hot. And then I rewatched the movie. I'm like, this is not. I read the book. I was like, who needs porn? Right? (laughs) My dad loves the movie franchise. I couldn't watch it. My favorite, my favorite thing about Hellraiser was not even the Hellraiser, but there was an actual crossover between Hellraiser and Ghostbusters in canon uh, for Extreme Ghostbusters. But it, they were they 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 kind of made them their likeness, but they couldn't use the exact name. But it was a story where the per, the person who was writing the books wrote them into existence, and they had to you know defeat them it was really cool i just remember going that sounds good oh yeah they didn't use pinhead but they kind of used the amalgamations of the other side characters yeah 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 and it's real i'll get you the name of the uh the episodes because it's out there it's on youtube yeah. now but it's really really oh, yeah, well done know. i want to check that one i want to check out check if out. it is written then it shall be done you know it was very good yeah so for those of you who've been wondering what's going on with the hellraiser thing there you go i had no idea Oh yeah, the Miz is just yesterday in Dancing with the Stars, or the day before, the Miz actually did a tango as Pinhead, Pinhead, and I'm actually after his creepy rendition last week as the genie. Yeah, I I, want to see the Pinhead. But yes, the Miz was actually Pinhead on Dancing with the Stars just this past week. Interesting. All right. Also, an upcoming uh, television reboot news, whatever you want to call it. Uh, that 70s show sequel, that 90s show, ordered by Netflix, uh, that 90s show will see the original cast members Kurt Wood Smith and Deborah Jo Rupp, who played parents Red and Kitty Foreman, uh, return. Netflix has reportedly ordered 10 episodes. The synopsis, synopsis for that 90s show describes it as being set in 1995, and Leah Foreman, daughter of Eric and Donna, is visiting her grandparents for the summer where she bonds with a new generation of point place Wisconsin kids under the watchful eye of Kitty and the stern glare oh, of red. I wonder if this is, are on the same page with this. This no. is real? This oh, is real. This is not. coming up. Yeah, this is real. Oh, I thought it was a joke. <laughs> okay. No, this uh, is real. We're not on the same page. So, uh, so uh, no Danny Masterson, huh? No Ashton Kutcher either. Go figure. No Ashton Kutcher. He's really not going to be in it. What was your thoughts, uh, Foxy? My thoughts is this is character assassination, okay? <laughs> Hear me out. Mathematically, if this uh, girl, Action math, here we go. Action math, okay? If this girl is, how old is she supposed to be, 15 or whatever? I didn't say she's a teenager. Either, just... either way, she's a teenager in 95. Yeah. yeah. Okay, mathematically, that would basically mean that Donna had this child with Eric like right after the show, right after the show ended, which goes against everything Donna as a character was. She was going to college. She wanted a career. She didn't want to just get married and have babies like her mother and like everybody else around her. She was the ultimate '70s I am woman. Hear you roar! So 
character fucking assassination. They made her knocked up. Yeah, because the season for the series finale ended with like New Year's Eve, nineteen seventy nine, right, and everything like that. So and so basically, for this girl to be a teenager, she would have had to have been at least born within two years of the show ending. I mean, I'm gonna watch it. It's a '90s thing. I gotta. See. I know that, but the point, but mathematically, yeah, mathematically, she would have basically have gotten knocked up while she was in college. She would have had to have her within and the last two, oh, two yeah. and a half. Yeah. Listen, while you guys are all debating the timeline, as long as Red and Kitty have a dachshund or another dachshund, I'm a, I'm in. I'm in on the show. I was in when they had that 80s show. That I, I just never I, I, I was, went along. I just want to hear Kitty laugh again. I always love yeah. her laugh. Shotzi. Shotzi was the dachshund. I, I need another. I need another. Uh, they, need, they need two or Shotzi's litter or something. Well, the good news is we get right. to get Anybody else on the 90s show? Hold on. Craig, go. The good news is we get to hear Kirkwood Smith say, dumbass. Do me a favor. Put your microphone on. I don't think uh, Damien can hear you. <laughs> no, Damien can't hear me. <laughs> go ahead, Damien. Take over. Producer, step All it in right. live. Let's go. Now, um, in the douche move of the month. <laughs> what? We well, I thought we did that already with WoW. Well, we, 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 could, we, could, we could we could damn near dub this I get it. a more serious WTF. Feminine products for women's wrestling. <laughs> I get it. Well, this could be our one of our more serious WTF moments. All right. Yeah. Uh huh. Let's hear this one through. Okay. It relates to, of course, the whole next gen console thing that hardly oh, anybody can get their hands. Oh, this is a good one. Fuck's sake. Here's the good one. You guys gonna love this one. A new restock of the PlayStation Five took place at Best Buy earlier this month, but unlike past sale opportunities, this restock wasn't available to all customers. Yeah. Best Buy opted to lock this new release of the PS5 behind a paywall and only would allow select consumers to pick it up. Because consumers found they weren't able to actually buy the console unless they were a Total Tech member. The problem with Total Tech compared to other store memberships is that it's quite costly as Best Buy charges $200 per year to join the program. So essentially, if you wanted to buy a PS5 at Best Buy, you would have had to tack on an additional $200 in addition to the base price of the console itself. While this isn't something that Best Buy has historically done very much, it might be an indication that such a move will only become more common over time. Can they do that? Yes. It's a way yeah, of they... locking out the scalpers, in a sense, from clearing out the inventory. But even still, it's... But even, yeah, but like... Yeah. Wow. I was oh. all over. I was all over the sale until uh, I got to you the got paywall. You got to the to the cart. So you're telling me that because uh, I, listen, I, I the the how expensive the console is. I get it. Uh, that's not even a discussion. I get. I get it. You know, this is nothing new. The consoles being that much money is not fucking earth shattering news. Get it? Cool. But you want me to spend five to six hundred dollars plus two hundred more dollars a year to get this one thing. 
I was out. I was like, no, I will wait for, I will wait for, so I will wait for the holidays. I'm not. Oh, forget that like, because uh, in relation to that, they said this whole console shortage thing is going to last well into the next year, I maybe quit. even longer. Because of like, now it's not just a problem of, of the chips, it's a problem of parts and everything like that because, you know, the world is still, you know, messed up. Which is so unfortunate, given the fact that right now all video games are for new, the new consoles. Yeah, all the is expected. Anything coming at, I mean, they they give you a grace period where, look, these next games are going to be for your current console and the next one. Then they they give you that. Hey, yeah, because like, 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 like they hit they hit the teaser on Wolverine and it said PS Five and I went great, <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah, like, and it's like this, something like this is more so damage going to be damaging to the video game developers, not not the people that are making the PS5 and the Xbox, but you know the guys over at Ubisoft. Well, maybe not Ubisoft, but like you know, it's really going to hurt just the game yeah. franchise as a whole. You know, the, you can't download it digitally because you won't download digitally on your old shit. You can't go buy the disc. It's it's going to hurt a lot of companies. Yep. Let's yep. uh let's um. Let's get this straight for everybody in the chat. Everything's a shortage. It's not just a tech shortage. It's not just a chip shortage. There is a supply line clog that's going to mess up a lot of people's Christmases. So a lot of people who hide behind the facade, the, the, the Jesus Christ's birthday, but it's really about gifts. It's going to be an interesting year for those. Um, but there's a supply line problem. Uh, number one. Number two, the thing I found out though through all of this the one good thing I find out is I could probably get a PlayStation 5 at the end of the year for regular price on Facebook or <laughs> or, or, or Craigslist or something. Because what I'm, I'm finding carry. out, no, because no, what I'm finding out is a lot of the people who bought it and then tried to sell it for a thousand dollars are not able to sell it for that much. So they're taking the hit and selling it for like 600, 700. And I'll pay oh, yeah, when, the, when, the, when the 600 and 700 ones, even like 800 ones come up on my carry. They're gone within 24 hours. Yeah, so so it's you. You might as well just scalping on. Uh, yeah, I'm not shopping now. Uh, you're just gonna get a gift card because I just bought a house and I'm not buying. I'm not shopping for Christmas in the end of October. Dollar so. store. Hey, do you like notepads? Yeah, I got a bunch of them. She does. Oh, good. I got a bunch of them. I'll send them to you. Merry Christmas. And post its Like post its and. Notebooks. notebooks and as long as they're yeah. college rules college rules oh. they have to be college ruled though uh, uh so basically hey best buy uh, all we gotta say is what the fuck, the fuck? fuck are you well more likely yeah but no that i wasn't like no that to, with everything going on and i know we're like it's gonna be a slow writing of the ship because you know Things what we did we won't discuss on this episode, but you know, with that, with the vaccines and everything with the, the coronavirus, the, it's it's a slow turn, but it is a turn back to the right direction. And I think this time next year, like I said that last year, I everything I said was kind of on point. We were going to be miles away, but still on the road to recovery by the end of next year. And this time next year, going to be a whole other world. Um, and a whole nother virus too. Yeah, a whole new virus. An old new virus that people ignore signs for because there's. Oh, the UK stupid. has already got a new strand that's worse than the current one. I can't do this anymore. This hurts yeah. my ears. 
I also want to come. I just want to uh, point out to all the home scientists that who are listening to regular scientists. Uh, there are no strains of the virus that uh, evade the vaccine. Your brother, your father, your uncle, whoever's telling you that is wrong. One hundred percent. And I have the link in the research to prove it. Stop being an online scientist. Anyway. Wait a minute. The- Where did Damien Wait a minute. Where did Damien go? I don't know. I see two dowry is there. You look like an 80s wrestling reject. <laughs> what are you talking about, man? <laughs> he looks like God. Pierre Robert. <laughs> what what is this, man? Zappa Zappa cool, man. Craig, he looks like Pierre. Yeah. He does look like Pierre. Zappa Zappa cool, man. Zappa Zappa cool, man. Good day, good citizens. <laughs> I like cute. the Grateful Dead. I'm the only one. I'm sorry. Fourth up. Well, these go to 11. <laughs> well, you both look great. <laughs> you married that. Bob. I did. You, ha- you happy? Willingly. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, back on point. Too late. <laughs> one by one, you all are. Anyway. I got our hair stuck in my ear. Anyway, supply lines. Everybody prepare to, you know, be giving and not uh, taking this holiday season. That's all I'm trying to say. Except for the PlayStation 5s, you can just take off of Facebook to some schlub that's going to lose money because he thought he was going to make them in. (laughs) (laughs) I still do need a a PS5, though, so I'm looking for the best deal. I I just wanted a PS5 now because I got the Wolverine game coming exclusively to that. Yeah, and same thing with the, uh, the Gotham Knights game. Yeah, yeah, Craig, you and I online, we're gonna play it. Uh, I'm serious. If you just keep an eye on PlayStation, keep an eye on PlayStation, Facebook Marketplace Mm -hmm. is I've done stuff on Facebook Marketplace. It's not, oh, they're gonna die. You you, you meet in a public parking lot, you see the item, you grab the item, then you hand them the money and then leave. (laughs) Like it's very simple. You see the item, you grab the item, then you Uh, take off. Yeah, and then you punch him in the nuts, take your money back, and leave. Rochambeau! Rochambeau. <laughs> I have a Rochambeau, you for it. Snatch and grab! Snatch and grab! <laughs> All right. Well, moving on to the next thing. Speaking of tech news and everything like that, uh, this is a big thing. You know, again, our forefathers, how we came to be and everything like that. It's something that we talked about, but we're left out in mystery. Um, we got semi-answered. Uh, G4 finally, in their own G4-ish way, announced its long-awaited official return date. Okay, the return date uh, is uh, November 14th of this year. But they still gave no details. It's YouTube. So it's like, okay, well, no, they, they've been doing videos on YouTube regularly since we, they, they've been on YouTube regularly. So it's like... I think it could be YouTube, it could be Twitch. Twitch it could be came Oh, like... like Wait, I just thought of something. I just thought of something. It could be on Pluto TV or one of the free TV streaming sites. Oh, yeah, that's possible, too. Exactly, we don't know. But that was the thing. Like, they did this whole thing, like, very in-your-face, poking fun at at themselves while poking fun at at everything everyone was saying and everything like that. Like, trailer for the release date. Like, there, there you go. You're welcome. But it was like, but it was just like, um, okay, but where? How? What cable network? How? What? Where? What is this? Because, like I said, they've been doing YouTube cha- uh, YouTube channels 
uh, since the initial comeback. So again, I really hope it's one of those free streaming services or like a Hulu because like Peacock has it, Pluto has it, Fubo, uh, LG TV, uh, Samsung. They all have like it's 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 premium networks, but it's all over the air or over the internet. It's not actual networks, so you're not paying for it. It's all it's all paid for by the ads that run on the channels. And trust me. They run the same ads over and over. Mystery Science Theater 3000. Jesus Christ. Um, we get it. Glenn Youngkin. We get it. He's fine. Anyway, uh, Election Day. Uh, but the service is awesome. It's awesome. They have 24. Impact has a 24-7 channel. Um, uh, there's a professional wrestling. It's just a hodgepodge of some guy that bought a yeah, bunch of library. Yeah. And, uh... Rift Tracks. Mystery Science Theater. Uh, American Gladiators, Star Trek. There's all kinds of stuff. American is, is Gladiators. That. Yeah, American Gladiators. It's uh, and yeah, the good one, the good one. There's no Craig Lagan's channel yet. By the way, on a side note, they are talking about reviving that again. Yeah, well, unless they start using real weapons, I don't think I. Unless they bring Nitro in, I'm out. Nitro uh, uh, should just always be in the show, period. They can't bring Malibu back. He's not. <laughs> Malibu can't bring. Malibu's not a gladiator anymore. Not unfortunately. Not anymore. Well, it's. He, he's no. He, I'll send you guys a video later. <laughs> he's, he's, he's with us and he's doing fine, but not, not gladiator material anymore. Okay. Enjoying life. Yeah. Uh, no, not as much as I am. Not like that. Uh, he was <laughs> well, enjoying maybe, life. Uh, well, maybe Ooh. Rico Constantino can host it. There you go. American Gladiator. There you go, Craig. That's a good. No, but you um, just got to bring back Nitro. Just bring back Nitro, and I'm in. I was. I'm all, looking. Nitro is the coolest. I'm looking forward to see what G4 TV does because, uh, goddamn it, I've been waiting over a year now to get this off and running. Let's go. Absolutely. Okay. All it's right. Not like we don't have free entertainment. Yeah. <laughs> Well, keeping with the whole gaming side of things and leading, this Kasumi. She does not look happy. Her eye, the way her eyes are glowing, she looks like she's ready to destroy humanity. <laughs> I hate you. Put me down. <laughs> there is no Kasumi. Only Zoom. Only Zoom. <laughs> only Zoom. All right. Well, um, WWE and 2K Games have been in a little bit of a love hate relationship as of lately. More on the hate side. Uh, and 2K justifiably so, whereas WWE is mad at 2K, 2K justifiably so has every right. Um, recent WWE releases ruined DLC plans for WWE 2K22. Details came to light regarding how WWE's mass cuts hindered the release of WWE 2K22. This, so this is the first year in like, I don't know how many teen years, there's no game. Uh, a minimum of four release superstars related were slated to be DLC for the upcoming game with former NXT North American champion uh, Bronson Reed being the centerpiece of one of the DLC packages. Uh, reportedly, at least two DLC packages were scrapped, and there's been talks of switching to a roster update service instead of a DLC package release. Now, a live update service, I mean, does that mean like, like as they fire people and I update my roster, it takes out the people they fired? Yes. Yeah. Uh, that's, be- sport- that's bogus. I paid for the game. They're mine. I own sports. That. <laughs> sports game. Sports games does that. Sports games does. <laughs> the sports games do that all the time because they. Uh, it's a separate contract with the players' association or whatever, 
association, the, the players or the, the people playing the sport represent yeah, if somebody if, gets if traded, if somebody like gets the, traded, well, yeah, the but they're going to copyright a name and they're independent contractors. Oh yeah. Well, as far as video game, we know that that's not how that works, <laughs> you know? Uh, but yeah, it's going to, it's going to probably work that same way where they're like, well, if that person's gone, you're out of here. And this well, yeah, person and like moved here. Thing, like, you know, because, and that was the other thing too, considering all the other, all the mass releases, like that was like, WWE was getting on uh, 2K for taking too long with the game. They're like, okay, one, COVID. Two, they do their face scans of everybody starting usually from like WrestleMania weekend. COVID. Uh, and Three, uh, our and, last game sucked. And then on top of that, like they try not to redo what they did last time. It was horrible. And it was broken completely, completely a broken game. But then also it was like, okay, we're ready to go. And you just released like how many people in this thing now that we've now got to go in and do coding and pull and all this stuff. And we probably do like the universe mode and the, and the story they had. Because yeah, it was the story, the universe mode, the GM mode that they're potentially putting in. So now it's like, yeah, okay, yeah. We got to re- go back to the drawing board with this thing. And now we got to wait a year. I miss the old days when a wrestler would go from one company to another and then Bret Hart would be in WWF Attitude and then WCW NWO Revenge. I know. It's like, hey, this is awesome. Those were, those were the days. <laughs> I didn't even have to use a crappy, I didn't have to use a crappy create mode. <laughs> I have been begging for this for years because I was the guy that whenever there was a gimmick change or a roster change or something, I would, I'm going to put these up on the main screen. I love Frank. I would uh, not look happy right now. I would edit it myself. I would go in and do it myself. If there was a hockey trade, I grabbed the newspaper every day and I would mark down who was traded and I would go do it in the game because I wanted the rosters when I was doing you the want mode. You want, yes. you want, yeah, you want so it authentic. Once the sport, once the internet, you know, broadband gaming came out, the, the first thing, one of the first things that happened was the rosters would get updated. I, the dub, I, and I know the, the one caveat to this is, is we would lose certain wrestlers that would get released or fired. But I'm, I'm up for the. I'm, I don't understand. I mean, I do. It's because of this. Why am I curly Q today? What the? Today. Um, Easy to alfalfa. <laughs> to try to ignore that one. Um, I don't understand, other than because it's for a monetary reason. Why? Because EA, for the last six years, the NHL game has looked the same. There's no aesthetic. There's no changes aesthetically. I don't understand why. All right. The game's out for a year. Instead of wasting your resources and and everything to make another game that's going to be a carbon copy, charge me 20 bucks for an update after a year. There's new teams. There's new logos, new jerseys. I'll pay 20 bucks for that. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Uh, Now, this game, uh, NHL 22. It's the first time they uh, shout out to Foxy. Uh, they switched from the old EA engine to Frostbite. So <laughs> I'm not even kidding. That's true. And it looks completely different than it has for Is the that last the one six that years. Use fire, uses fire engine technology. Yeah, it uses fire yeah, engine fire technology, technology and it squirts water on everything and goes, Rah! yeah. Um, but it completely changed the way the game looks and reacts to the environment. So it's like, okay, seven years. And then on that seventh year, you completely change the you completely change the game. Listen, I'm trying to be a professional here. Shut up. 
Good luck. They completely. They completely. <laughs> That's it. He's done. I'm over. They completely chased away. So after seven years, they finally have a new one. Okay, now we'll pay for that one. And now you set the president for the next couple of years. Send me exactly. a $20. I'll give you 20 bucks for the update at the end of every season. I don't give a shit. Yeah, so, I agree with you. I, I said that that's what they should have done with the wrestling games all along. You didn't have to they, do a new one every year. They should have done that because I've seen the trick. It looks the same. And that's not a bad thing because the WWE 2K games look great. The, the lighting looks great. It, it, if you if you squint, it looks like you're there. Like it, the graphics are fantastic. That has never been a complaint in the recent years. The, I guess the one complaint was that 20 actually was worse than 19 aesthetically because they changed. But before that. It was so broken, too. It was just such a broken game. But I'm talking about just the, the way it looked itself. Oh, yeah. Up to, up to 19, 13 to 19 was pretty much the same. It looked the same. So fine. You buy it. You're updating a few things. Uh, here's here's 20, 25 bucks. I don't care. Yeah. Give me a new logo. Give me a new icon if it makes you feel good. But you come on. Yeah. Come on. Ridiculous. But yeah, so basically WWE is now mad at 2K for basically their own doing. Well, we're mad at WWE for being the WWE. So we're even. <clears throat> yeah, Congratulations. Right? You're mad. It's, it's, it's one of these fights right now. Yeah. Good, you're mad. I'm happy for you. Shut up. All right. Well, name Brown Breaker, Ron, Rick Steiner. Steiner, okay. Nobody, yeah, right. nobody's that stupid. He wears the same kind of tights. Give him his real name. Brown Breaker is a stupid name, and you're stupid. Anyway, moving on. As we had mentioned, also, you know, DC wasn't present for NYCC, but they did have DC Fandom this week, uh, this month, and everything like that. And uh, quite. The event, to say the least, starting out with probably the largest of it is, of course, uh, they released a new trailer for Matt Reeves' The Batman. Uh, the Batman is described as being a dark noir-style film that will lean uh, lean into Batman in the in his detective mode. Reeves said that this was this is uh, that it's going to tell a deep and psychological story. This will be a year two story for Batman that acknowledges mm. his origin and how it's still something that he's. Uh, majorly struggling with. There will be a series of murders and crimes that start taking place in Gotham, and as Batman investigates, they begin to reveal the dark side of Gotham City. Other than Robert Pattinson as Batman, uh, the film also stars Zoe Kravitz as Catwoman. Give me all the Zoe Kravitz. If you uh, saw the trailer. Uh, even before the trailer. Even before the trailer. The but I was just saying. The, 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 the trailer and Zoe Kravitz. One more time, folks. Uh, yes, uh, Andy Circus as Alfred, Colin Farrell as Oswald Cobblepot slash Penguin, and John Turturro as Carmine Falcone, just to name a few. All right, so I know everybody here, or I don't know, I don't know Craig, guys, as about trailers and everything like that. Those of us that did see the trailer, uh, thoughts like, well, I I already thought, you know hearing the synopsis of um, uh, the Batman before you, you you mentioned. And when it was announced, you know, when they started bringing out the, the clown car, the cavalcade of, of uh, big name actors that are in this. I mean, you didn't even, you went down uh, some heavy hitters right there, Dane, but you didn't even mention Jeffrey Wright. You know, that's, that's oh, how it is. Oh, as, um, as uh, Commissioner Gordon. Commissioner Gordon, yeah. Hell yeah. But this, but 
from the moment I heard about this, um, what the the movie was gonna be, this had the uh, the long Halloween written all over it. Well, yeah, which, they, I mean, they said this is actually gonna be more of a horror feel, which they a lot of people yeah. always felt Batman should have had in the first place. Yeah, I also I also heard that this is gonna be more of a detective. That this movie shows Batman as the world's greatest detective. It's more of a detective story. Why the Dark Knight resonated so much with so many. Uh, people that weren't Batman fans, it was because it was a crime story. You know, it, it focused on 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 crime and how it could corrupt a city, and you know, went through the police officer, police force, and you didn't know who to trust and everything. So, uh, using this type of Batman is what I've always, you know, wanted the uh, the story to be, uh, or the the type of Batman movie I wanted. I'm still crestfallen that. Uh, Ben Aff- this was Ben Affleck's movie. Um, yeah. It was he. It was called the Batman. He wrote the script and he was going to direct it, but obviously personal problems and he couldn't drop out, so they went in a whole other direction. Um, I like the direction that they're going in. So, yes, I did see the trailer. Um, yes, it looked absolutely amazing. Uh, obviously, I've been wanting to see this movie since its inception. I didn't care that Robert Pattinson was a uh, was Batman. Uh, just because uh, a story can make or can make the uh, the character, you know. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you've I've said on this very podcast many times my misgivings about Michael Keaton being Batman, but the, the movie itself was was great. So you can you can overlook, overlook the that obvious, portion. Yeah. yeah. The obviously miscast. So the fact that this Batman, the Batman, looks absolutely amazing. And with the stars that they have already in place, no one recognized Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell completely. Oh my god! The makeup as, on Colin Farrell, and then yeah. his voice—it was—it's just like, wow! Like, I got it! I got him! I got him! <laughs> yeah, the I got you! Farrell, I got you! Yeah, the, col- the 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 makeup of Colin Farrell was astounding. Like, yeah, absolutely I'm, unbelievable. I'm worthy. Can I oh, yeah. uh, can can I insert a hot take here? Mm-hmm. And I loved the trailer. I'm very much looking forward to this, but I almost forgot I watched it because, and it wasn't even a trailer. And I know you're going to get to it, but so I'm going to transition into it. Uh, well, you might not, and I'm taking over for a second. They shared footage and a voiceover from this Flash movie. Oh, I've got, I got that next up. Yeah, well, I'm taking over for a second, buddy. Uh, <laughs> They had the voiceover, they had a little bit of footage and a little bit of tease from the Flash movie, and then you could take over a second. And after I watched that and I saw a certain cowl, I had forgotten the Robert Pattinson Batman. Was exactly, for a couple of days, I'm like, oh yeah, I watched that trailer too. I was uh, I was all about that, the Flash, uh, the uh, I forget the name of it, but go ahead, Damien. That, that's what, uh, we're going to get to that. We're going to get to that. But really oh. quick, uh, there was a meme I just saw today though. It was like Robert Pattinson, like from like Twilight, and it was Robert Pattinson now from the Batman thing. And it's it's literally like a guy's argument meme. It basically says, "Ladies, you had him for X amount of years. Yeah, He's yeah. ours now." Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. I'm just pretty not much. sold on him as Bruce Wayne yet. Yeah, that's my only right. Like, because mm-hmm. we've had this discussion many, many, many times. You're playing two roles when you accept the role of Batman. I will. Hearing Batman, Batman, I'm I'm, I'm sold. But seeing the few clips of him as Bruce, not sold as Bruce yet. 
I will argue, and I agree with you, but I will argue that's a good thing. And this is this is why I'm saying this. Uh, they showed us a lot, but not really a lot in that trailer. And there's been yeah. two trailers so far. I mean, you had to show Batman, and you had to. We finally heard the. You had to show that because and you it's had to called the, the Batman. Yeah, and you had to hear the voice eventually before the movie came out because everybody's be like, "We like Christian Bale," you know. <laughs> so, you know, you got to add a lisp to it because I can never take Christian Bale seriously because it'll lisp on top. Where's of the trigger? <laughs> it's like, yeah, this thing. I've been best Yeah, I will say yeah. that Christian Bale was the best Bruce Wayne out of all the Batman. He really embodied who Bruce Wayne was the millionaire playboy falling asleep in board meetings, buying restaurants on the whim. I can't take Christian Bale seriously because every time I see him, I think of Empire of the Sun where he goes, he gives me a mango! And he throws a mango. <laughs> That's all I see. Hey, I can't take Michael Keaton seriously because all I see, <laughs> see is uh, Hunt Stevenson from Gung Ho. Gung Ho. <laughs> I see Mr. Mom and Johnny Dangerously. Yeah, again, you I mean, see I will say, like Ben Affleck, from what I've seen of Ben Affleck, like Ben Affleck is is good for the later years, Bruce Wayne and Batman. Like he's one of the few actors that I've seen. It's like okay, he fits both, but again, he's not. It's not the billionaire playboy Bruce Wayne. It's the more the dark jaded result. Yeah. He's 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 return. He's the Dark Knight Returns Bruce Wayne. That's the exactly. only Bruce that's Wayne we haven't. That's that's the Bruce Wayne that needs a solo film. The 25-year yes. veteran Bruce Wayne that's jaded gray. Been there, seen the that, has up. all the scars. And... Exactly. That's I... Bruce Wayne. Right now, Robert Pattinson is the exact same age as Michael Keaton was when he played Batman. Yeah. I I, I think, I'm going to say it again, I still think Ben Affleck was the best. Uh, me too. What yeah, I've seen, it again. man, I, ain't gonna lie. I haven't seen it, but I, from what I've seen... <sighs> to... I, that scene in Batman, and I know people are like, but Martha, and I get get over it. Uh, that scene where uh, they're at that warehouse towards the end of Batman versus Superman, and uh, I'm not going Bat Batman v Superman. Say the word, yeah. uh, but he he has to get those guys that have Superman's mom locked up in the warehouse, yeah. and it's one of the greatest. I will say uh, to Damien, to you as a, a as a fight fan and a and a fighter yourself, one of the best fight scenes. It's not really a fight scene. Much... Like, he, like he pulls the guy down yeah. with the cable, slams him into the and floor. then the box gets involved and he breaks the guy's yeah. face with the box. Yeah, oh my god, it's one of the best but, fight scenes ever but, in a movie. It was an amazing that whole, fight scene. That whole scene was the best Batman fight scene in Batman film history. Period. That's, yes. That's, period. That's right out of the comic book. That's as period. close to it. Better than any in any Batman film ever. One hundred percent. That's why Ben Affleck is the best Batman. Not only does he wear the exact same costume from um, the comic books that no other Batman in any other film has, the fight scene between the because not only does he kick ass, but he gets he gets punishment. He gets stabbed. He's not invulnerable. He gets kicked right, and yeah, that was not only again like you said, Dan. Not only one of the best fight scenes. In movie history, but it's far and away the best fight scene of any Batman film ever. Listen, when he at the end of that Justice League re-release, when he looks at the Joker dead ass and he goes, "When I kill you, and believe me, I will fucking kill you." Kill you. Yeah. 
I'm like, holy shit. Oh, man. If, I don't, get real. if I don't get another Ben Affleck Batman, I'm never going to buy another Warner Brothers fucking thing ever again. God damn it. I was like, oh, oh really? Okay. Okay, Bruce. Yeah. Well, on to the other tidbits from DC fandom, because obviously the big thing was Batman and like that. Everything else itself were like, tra- you know, mini trailers and teasers. Uh, one trailer we got was for the Suicide Kills, the Justice League game. Looks amazing, which I actually forgot. Samoa Joe is actually the voice of King Shark in the game. Yeah. Yep. And wow. so I told, yeah, I totally forgot about that. But no, the game, the, the story, but again, it was one of those things where it was a story trailer. Doesn't hurt. It didn't show any gameplay. Just right. showed a story, which of course looks entertaining. It's fun as hell. We also got um, a teaser trailer for the Peacemaker. Looks hilarious. <laughs> looks funny. I'm on board. Looks it great. Looks really, it looks really great. It does. It really does. Uh, we got a behind the scenes look and everything like that of Aquaman two. Again, looks amazing. Uh, there was also uh, the little behind the scenes thing for Black Adam. Looking incredible. Absolutely looking incredible. And then, of course, as we mentioned, uh, The Flash, which was involved with the multiverse thing. Now, the two parts that caught me, uh, Dan and everything like that, of course, was the cowl. Because right away, it was like, we knew who cow, whose cowl that was. We know exactly whose cowl that was. Dude. But also, it was what was underneath the, the big sheet over the vehicle. And we know what Batmobile that was, too. And that's all I'm saying. Like, that was, they were both. They were, they, yeah, it was the 1989 Batmobile and it was Keaton, and I can't wait. Listen, and I, and, and Craig's opinion of, of uh, Michael Keaton, complete validation. I understand. Um, because he lived with Michael Keaton longer and saw him in different things. So I could I completely understand and, and, and accept where he stands on that. But, there are three movies that I've watched the most in my life. We all know what the first one is. Yeah. Second one is... I don't even like ABBA. Staying Alive. I don't even like the Bee Gees. Oh. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm kidding. I, the Bee Gees are fine. I'm just... <laughs> I'm just uh, clue. No, I'm not going to take it back. Three down, one to go. Finish your point. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, the second wow. one's Clue. I'm kidding. The second one's Clue, and the third one is that 1989 Batman. Um, I recently got the 4K transfer, and it's it's absolutely gorgeous. So here's here's what I wanted to say about the Cal. He did an interview with I'm I think it was Colbert, where he said that the suit still fits. You don't think he really put that suit back on and shot like? You, really? Right, he did. Yeah, yeah. why not? Why not? He said in an uh, interview and everything like that. It was, I think, it was uh, when Christian Bale was doing Batman or whatever like that, and they asked him how he felt about it. He goes, "At the end of the day, I know I'm Batman." Yeah, yeah. So that's what he's. At the end of the day, I know I'm Batman. He's and that's first. the thing. Like he's he's fallen into it, <clears throat> and whether you like him or not, he is in that category. Like, okay, we have good Batmans and everything like that, but he's fallen into that category that he'll forever be Batman. The same way Christopher Reeves will forever be Superman. Superman. Yeah. And you know, Michael. And, was, and again, there was people before Christopher Reeves that played the role. There was people before Michael Keaton that played the role. Even before Adam West. Before Adam West, people don't realize it was even someone before Adam West. And yeah, the old black and white ones. Those yeah, are but bad. Still, the point is, there were people, other people to don the cowl before Michael Keaton. 
But at the end of the day, people will always recognize Reeves and Keaton to the point where DC even did comic books with mm. their versions. Yeah. And Craig, like Craig, good. Craig, what were you going to say? I would say well, with, with Michael Keaton. And when... I thought the movie, I saw 1989 Batman in the theater three times in less than two weeks just because wow. it was Batman. And because, and however I felt about Michael Keaton, it, the movie, and it was, you know, the, the Tim Burton. Everybody at that, and and that year owned a Batman t shirt. I had more I, Batman shirts than I knew what to do with. But I will say the last, last point about Michael Keaton um, again, how, how I feel about him and, so many other like you mentioned all the people that played Batman before. I can mention how many people should have played Batman in 18, 1989. But what Michael Keaton has over all of them, okay, uh, he was the first to say, "I'm Batman." No one I else can say that. Little sidebar question for uh, Craig, yeah. and everybody else can answer this too. Yeah, with all the other Batman movies that come out, mm-hmm. does Batman still hold up for you? Because I think it does. The 1989 one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Craig, absolutely. Craig, I mean, I Craig. Prefer returns. Yeah, I, I, we, I prefer we, we, returns. We, we like returns. We don't, we don't, we don't think returns gets enough credit. I like returns. It really it was, I do it, like returns. And Batman Returns is a Christmas movie. Yeah. It yes, is. it is. Uh, yes, it is. It's actually, it's actually considered uh, a goth movie within the goth subculture. Like that's mm. considered a quintessential goth movie. Yeah. The way it was filmed from the architecture. Oh, to the yeah, yeah, yeah. Storyline. Well, Tim Burton. The BDSM uh, Catwoman we had, you know, it it is actually considered a staple in goth film. That, and that's the one thing too, like Zoe Kravitz, it seems to be the first one to come up and possibly equal Michelle Pfeiffer for the Catwoman thing. Finally, Ooh, let's wait, let's wait, let's yeah. wait, let's wait. Uh, Craig, um, your, th- your thoughts? Does Batman '89 still hold up? Uh, sure, but if I was going to go back and look at a Batman movie again, I would not start with that one. Okay, uh, it, that's what I was hold, trying to. It, it holds up because it was the first one. It was the first, you know, modern one, and the first got the big, uh, budget, big name treatment. So yes, it holds up because it's a touchstone spot in our genre of comic book movie history. You put Batman '89 up with uh, Superman '1978, just because if it weren't for those movies. The love of of superhero movies that we have now, we wouldn't have if not for those. Yeah. Death, those were like the first up. truly successful ones. And yeah. I, I just want to throw in a shout out to Jack Nicholson um, because uh, I I've seen it's like people on Twitter saying like the Beatles weren't even that good. And I'm like, well, hold on, you don't like them, but yeah, come on. I see a lot of people saying, well, Jack Nicholson was just that Jack Nicholson in that movie. The end of that movie when he spirals during the belt, the, the, the fight on the top of the church, and he's completely going nuts is Joker to me. And he's just screaming and, and, and still telling jokes, but he's screaming at the top of his lungs, laughing in the middle of sentences while he's bleeding from his face. It's so, it's really good. <laughs> Jack Nicholson, don't you take credit away from Jack Nicholson on that one, you yeah, sons seriously. of bitches. I will stop it. Yeah, you didn't like was, it. He was Jack no, Nicholson. Was, never does. No, Jack Nicholson was Cesar Romero. He didn't do anything to make wow. me convince me that he wasn't anything other than Jack Nicholson. He didn't scare me. He didn't throw me off board. He Heath Ledger is a Joker. Jared yeah, Leto. I, I'm not going to argue with you because because only because they gave me a, a sense I couldn't tell it was them. Do you understand? They were complete. They took themselves completely out of 
who they were, and this was a character I had no idea what they were going to do. Gonna do I next. was completely <laughs> take that. Jack Nicholson is always Jack Nicholson to me. One of the mm-hmm. finest actors of his generation, but Jack Nicholson in a Joker was just playing Cesar Romero. I'm going to play a wacky, crazy guy now. Oh, put, right. Tim, put, put Willem Dafoe in that role or Tim Curry, oh. then you would have a Joker. Oh, then you would have Tim a Joker. Everybody Curry. said that for so long. Everybody said that one for so long. Yeah, um, so, Jack Nicholson as Joker doesn't do it. I will say this, and and I know this gets me. This gets this people discredit me for saying this too. I didn't think Jared Leto was that bad as the Joker. I don't know what I don't either. I don't either. Especially that that scene where you just described Dan at the end of Justice League with him talking, trying to so be. It's so, he's just to get, yeah. Do, 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 mm-hmm. I, do you think it's you? I mean, is it you that everyone seems to die around you? Yeah, maybe it's you. And that and he does. He just lets it. It's a great. You got Damien. You got to see the end. <laughs> when I've, seen it's, that. I've seen it. Oh, it, but then he's just like, and then he throws that line about Harley, and I will fucking kill you. And then Joker's like, maybe I, maybe I did go. Oh, uh, you got, you had me there for a second. I'm like, that's fuck. Who hates this? Because he has tattoos. Go fuck yourself. It's fine. Yeah. It's all. Right. It's all well, yeah. moving, moving on. Moving on. Moving mm-hmm. on because we, we still got quite a few things. To and another here. thing. <laughs> and one more thing. All right. We have mentioned on Nerd Herders uh, a couple of times, even before, you know, this, this reboot and everything like that, how Mel Brooks needs to come out and show these young bucks Wait, what? one last time <laughs> oh. <laughs> how, how to do, how to do the, the spoofs and the satire and everything like that. And though it's not Spaceballs 2, the search for more money, we are getting another Mel Brooks project direct from the man. Mel Brooks is writing and producing History of the World Part 2. History of the World Part 2 is a sequel to the original film, which was made up of segments of segments set during uh, different periods of world history. This will be interesting. (laughs) Hulu has ordered eight episodes of the series. No story details were revealed yet or know what time periods it will cover. But Brooks said in a statement, this is from Mel Brooks, to show he's still got it. I can't wait to once more tell the real truth about all the phony baloney stories the world has been conned into believing our history. End quote. Wow. I saw the first one in a, in a theater, and because Mel Brooks was one of the most prolific directors of the 70s, you know, he had a movie every two years, or at one point he had a movie every year. So History of the World Part 1, I think, okay, well, the sequel will come out in another year or so, and I can't <laughs> wait. And still waiting. So if of all the movies that deserve the sequel, you name a movie Part 1, there's got to be a Part 2 at some there, point. Therein was probably the joke. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we had to wait 40 years, but here it is. Yep. And uh, I mean, God rest him. I think he just turned 90, 90 97. 97. 97. Yeah. National treasure. National treasure. I, I hope he gets to finish this project. I really do. I'm not, I don't want to go down that dark point of view, but I hope because like anybody picking it up to try to finish it for him would not be Mel Brooks. Mel mm-hmm. Brooks needs to, needs to do this. Go ahead, Dan. I will say uh, <laughs> Mel Brooks, absolute national treasure and probably top five comedy writers, uh, top two comedy writers of all time. I'll say top oh, two. Absolutely. I'll put absolutely. myself up there for it. But he's also a good storyteller. Oh, yeah. 
And one of my favorite stories he's ever told is about his old buddy, Sid Caesar. And I don't know if you know this, but Sid Caesar had a bit of an attitude when somebody would fuck with him on the street. And they're crossing the street one day and they're dressed in suits because it's like the 60s and dressed in suits to go wear a tie and a jacket. And he, they walk across the street. The cabin was hit Sid Caesar. And the cabbie yells at Sid, Sid, at Sid. And they're running late. So Sid's gonna, Sid goes, what'd you say? <laughs> Bells go, come on, Sid. We got it. We're late. Let's go. He goes, no, I'll be right, I'll be right back. Hold on. And Sid walks up to this cabbie and the cab guy's yelling at him. And you remember those cabs that uh, Craig, you're the old, you're older. You will remember this. Cabs used to have the little tiny window in the front part front. of the window yeah. that you could uh, open. Yeah. <laughs> Sid. So the guy's window is cracked at the top, but that window's open, that little mm-hmm. tiny one. And yeah. Sid's getting yelled at and Sid walks up and he goes, do you remember your birth? And the cab driver goes, what? He goes, do you remember your both birth? He goes, no. He goes, we're going to relive it. Come here. And he grabs him through the window and starts pulling this guy through the window. And Mel had to go around and get him. Let's go. Come on. It's one of my favorite stories I've ever heard Mel tell. I love that he's back. I've missed him for so long because I've been defending Dracula Dead and Loving It for years. Oh, I know God. Dracula Dead and Loving is so good. I know it's a piece of crap. It, but like I that one out, but it was still funny. Yeah, I love it so much. And the fact that he's back, I, I couldn't have been happier. Uh, you know, st- sp- there's even people now, you know, we're doing that social media thing where people are like, well, Spaceballs isn't even that good. And that's when I start fighting. That's when I start throwing punches. I'm like, all right, come on. That's when I see red. That's yeah. when I see, I, I see red. My favorite, yeah, my favorite Mel Brooks story real quick. It's not as long as Dan's was because I remember when I was a kid, when I was a youth, Mel well, Brooks said, I would uh, go, I have to cross the street with my mom. And I remember reaching up, like straining to grab, to reach up and grab her hand. And I just remember just being on my tippy toes, trying to grab my mother's hand to, to cross the street. My mother's four foot 11. What was I, eight inches? <laughs> <laughs> She's always been four foot 11. What was, what was I, eight inches? <sighs> okay, that was my Mel Brooks story. Go, Dame. All right. Well, jumping forward, uh, talking about, you know, keeping the torch alive and passing torches uh, in a movie franchise that we all know here on Nerd Herders only I care about. (laughs) Sylvester Stallone says he's done with the Expendables franchise. He passes the baton to to Jason Statham. Stallone shared the news in an Instagram uh, video that he posted uh, on the last day of the shooting of the fourth film, which he says is the Expendables finale for for himself. He said, this will be my last day. I'm enjoying it, but it's all, but it's always bittersweet when something you've been so attached to, I guess, since, well, now it's been about 12 years and ready to pass the baton on to Jason and his capable hands. Expendables 4 will also feature Jason Statham, which, of course, it's actually, I believe, dubbed the Christmas story, which is basically, again, passing a torch on to him. Dolph Lundgren, Randy Couture, this time around, it will also include Megan Fox, Curtis 50 Cent Jackson, Andy Garcia, and Tony Ja have been uh, added for this installment of right. The Expendables. Uh, so, yeah, but it seems uh, Stallone is, is getting to that point where he's passing everything on because um, we know uh, he's not reprising his role anymore in terms of the Creed franchise. Uh, he's totally given that over to Michael B. Jordan and his production team. So the next Creed thing is not going to involve Rocky at all. So it seems like uh, 
Stallone's starting to slow things down a bit. Finally. But you know what? Go ahead, Craig. No, no, you first. Well, well it, 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 when he's done Rambo, then I know he's done. Yeah. Because Rambo seems to be the only one movie that he keeps coming back to, even though... Well, didn't the last one seem to be kind of like a call to the end of that as well? You would think, but you I would thought think, the one... Yeah. I, would, I would think... The, I thought the one before that was the uh, call to the last one, but apparently not. Yeah. So, but so when, we when shall he see, but it looks like yeah. uh, Stallone is starting to take that, uh, that back seat. I have a bone to pick with Mr. Stallone. Oh, boy. A very serious, a very serious fucking point to pick with this man. Mm-hmm. No Demolition Man 2. Yeah, what the hell? Right? What the he fuck? People, he does every he does every other movie twice, but no Demolition but Man. But not that one? Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Go ahead. Retire. Get out. What was the cowboy one he did with Dolly Parton? No single of that one? Oh, Rhinestone? Where, so, where yeah. gave us the uh, magnum opus that was Drinkenstein? If I if I hear that song one more time, it'll be too soon. No, no I'm not talking about him. He can go to hell. Sure. Or, <laughs> with no sequel. No, to anyway. don't, no sequel to Don't Stop My Mama Shoot either. But you're all right. Well, and, and well, it's she's dead. That I, and I know Dan and I are going to share and enjoy, enjoy very much and everything like that. But today, the Masses of the Universe Revelations Part Two trailer released. And everything I like that. Got to watch it. <laughs> it's looking gritty. It's looking awesome. There's gritty. so many characters and everything like that. And that will be releasing on Netflix November 23rd. Wow. Okay. Hold on. And the next bit, I have to wait till Dan sits back down. Hold on. I, I just wa- I just watched the trailer. It does look gritty. Put up up. Put up. All right. <laughs> now. Moving on to the next bit, and I, I, I've been waiting. I've been waiting to get to this point of the oh, news Christ. bits and everything like that. Why, you start, why, why didn't you start with it then? One of our most treasured, hilarious clips of the year thus far. Oh, no! When we first had mentioned about, like, you know, good old Logan Paul challenging Mike Tyson and everything like that, and Dan died laughing. Well, there is a follow-up to this story, and his dad's already trying to hold it in, and I know he's not going to be able to. Yeah. Logan Paul versus Mike Tyson has officially been set for February. Now, okay, I, I, when we first spoke about this and everything like that, it was like, oh my god, Logan Paul's going to be get killed. But now there's a couple of factors to look into this thing now. As we pretty much have all seen, like, the the, the 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 Paul brothers fights have all been lackluster, and it seems to be people who are like either a out of shape, past their prime, or you know b playing ball, so to speak. You know, so it all looks good. Um, Tyson, admittedly, in recent past, has been one of the surprising supporters of what the brothers do and everything like that. So the question now is. Is there going to be so much hype around this for people to be, you know, ex- you know, is, is it going to be a disappointment, which many, which some are already speculating that, you know, Tyson's going to play ball like all the others did, or will the real Mike Tyson step into the ring and give finally one of these guys a brutal wake up ball? Thoughts? All right, Dan. I said this in private, and I'm going to say for the record. I don't care how much money is involved. You're Mike Tyson. If you don't knock that chode's head into onto another planet, 
boxing's faker than wrestling. Wow. That's a bold statement. I said it. Sarcastically using the word fake, by the way. What exactly do they do that Tyson is supportive of, other than being garbage human beings? They're work. They're terrible. Garbage. They're terrible people, and they're working dumb fucking people. That's it. I said it. They're working. If you support that, you're dumb. That's the thing. I don't understand. No, it just makes the money. Charity. They just want the money. It's like, They're not doing it for charity. The guy that walked into a suicide forest to fuck up somebody's last moments on earth is doing this for charity. Yeah, okay. No, I'm not being sarcastic I mean. so like, to you, by the way, Foxy. Yeah, what, what is there to say that you're supportive of what they're doing? They're making a mockery of the sport. And I think what, what, what's got, guarded them some support from boxers in general is the, and even some MMA fighters is the way is the marketing tactics. And how they're making money and everything like that. They've gained some support too because uh, I believe it was Jake Paul that came out that UFC fighters should be getting paid more money than what they get paid. And everything like that, which, you know, I can't disagree with that either. Everybody can say that. Yeah, well, I just said it because Dana White's a terrible person. But at the end of the day, like, they're terrible people. They are garbage human beings. They have been. Since Vine, which is where they got their starts, and then it's just the things they do aren't funny. They're not genuine. They're not. They're garbage human beings. To hear her say that is pretty insane. I know. I I hear the. I, pa- I feel I, the I've been with her almost twenty years, and that rarely comes out for you to say it that deep. It because it's true. They are like bottom of the fucking barrel people they might be the nicest person in the world doesn't mean that they're not garbage and they are okay so i'm guessing you'll be in a tyson corner in this uh particular bout uh more than likely but i I could give a flying buck i'm I'm not supporting either at this point i want the mic sorry i want the mike tyson that's going to threaten to you to our words them I want the mad Mike Tyson who was fresh out of jail, fresh out of loss. I want that. I want mad Mike Tyson to knock this kid's head 360 around. Just yeah, I'm, I'm kind of hoping like, all right, say hypothetically, you know, if Tyson's on board with this whole gig, whatever like that. He's like, yeah, we're going to have a nice little friendly exhibition, right? Kind of like the last fight that Tyson had where everybody was expecting Tyson to kill. And it was like, yeah, we didn't care. It was an exhibition. I'm hoping that the jokes and the antics and the things that they pull and all in there, all their hype things, you know, where they tend to go a little too far, hits that nerve with Tyson, where Tyson's just like, oh, all right, wait a minute, you said now. what about me? <laughs> you know, wait, like, what, Craig, what did, Craig, you I, said I, you I, want I, the Mike Tyson at what? I want the like, Mike, Mike Tyson. Tyson that doesn't have a big sense of humor. I, wait, want, the Mike, I want the Mike Tyson that threatened to eat Lennox Lewis's children. That's the one. Even yeah. though That's Lennox Lewis didn't have any children, he still threatened to, to eat his children. <laughs> That's disturbing. Yes. That's, that, eat, that was the scary Mike Tyson of the day. Going to eat the children of a fatherless man. That is a person that has a rage that knows no limits. I don't want Mike Tyson's adventures, uh, Mike Tyson. No. Mm-mm. No. 
So well, that just pissed any, me off. Any thoughts There's, or predictions? So is this going to go to Logan's plan, or is it going to be a rude awakening? Any, here's my thoughts and prediction. There's no justice in this world. We're gonna, These people are going to make a bunch of money, and these two inbred pale white motherfuckers are going to make a bunch of money, and uh, terrible people are allowed to thrive and 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 be great in this world while while people who are right and just and true to their families and true to their beliefs are completely stepped over every fucking mile of the of of, of the road walking to the end of this life. That's that's what's that's what's going to happen. And I clearly don't give a fuck. It, 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 if Mike Tyson doesn't knock him out in ten seconds, I fuck. I fuck don't care. Okay. Fucking stupid. Fuck Jake Paul and fuck Logan Paul. If I wasn't clear. Yeah, I'm triggered. Just... <laughs> pew, pew. Box them. All I'll right. run them over with my car. <laughs> For legal reasons, I'm kidding. All right. Well, moving on to the next little tidbit today. Also dropped uh, from trailer today. Um, basically, Disney and uh, Pixar dropped their first teaser trailer for Lightyear. Starring Chris Ooh. Evans as the inspiration of this Toy Story Space Ranger action figure. It looked um, amazing. Looks, it, it did. It looks absolutely amazing. It, amazing. it looks absolutely, absolutely amazing. Uh, I'm actually rather excited about it. And, you know, I haven't been on the Toy Story bandwagon in many, many, many years. So to the point where I didn't even finish out the franchise and everything like that. But I was like, this looks cool because it seems like Toy Story was always destined for that route. Like you wanted to see... You wanted to see Buzz's story. What was the deal with the story behind his action figure? And here it is. How many years later, we're finally getting the story of the inspiration behind the action figure and everything. Yeah. And with a uh, voice by Chris Evans, um, looks absolutely amazing. I didn't even know what it was uh, until, the, until... Until the, yeah, until the last, it's like, oh, okay. I was already in regardless because yeah, it, it, looked, looked, it, it looked cool amazing. on its own yeah mm-hmm. yes Absolutely. Very what about you dave uh pixar a lot or disney lost my trust after uh toy story 3 uh, wow okay you went that far yeah oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Saw, make me yeah. cry like that fuck you guys yeah toy story 4 in the theater was a real was a real uh, just an eye-opening and a, one of the great endings of any movie franchise ever. Well, I don't like so, Joy, so yeah. So, Damon, if you if you ever find time to go to watch Toy Story four, I, I guarantee you would. Uh, just for Keanu Reeves alone, seriously. Yeah. You watch Toy Story four just for Keanu Reeves. Just for Keanu. Oh, so Keanu. worth it. Do kaboom. Ah. Money. All right. Um. <laughs> Now, there's been, uh, in the video game news, now there's been a lot of speculation and everything like that, and now it's actually turning out to potentially be true. Uh, uh, Multiverse's fighting game from Warner Brothers is reportedly uh, not being made by NetherRealm. Now, this had leaked out after they did like the, the last Mortal Kombat animated movie or whatever. There was like a little crossover thing with like Shaggy in the intro, and then like, you know, it was like a whole get over here thing and everything like that. So there was rumors of a Smash Brothers style video game possibly being done by uh, NetherRealm for Warner Brothers and everything like that. So again, this is leading off of that. So apparently uh, the game from Warner Brothers is reportedly not being made by NetherRealm. A strange new rumor emerged suggesting that NetherRealm Studios, which is a developer behind Mortal Kombat and Injustice series, was working on a new platform fighting game in the same style as the Super Smash Brothers. The game itself was said to be titled Multiverse, 
and would feature characters from the entirety of Warner Brothers, including Harry Potter, Scorpion, Batman, Shaggy, Fred Flintstone, and even Johnny Bravo. And while this idea might sound far too outlandish to be true, taking to Twitter this afternoon, Jeff Grubb, who is a reputable reporter of the video game industry, claimed that Warner Brothers, uh, the Warner Brothers fighting game is definitely happening, although it's not, not being worked on at NetherRealm. After getting a glimpse of all the properties Warner Brother owns in Space Jam 2 alone, how massive do you think this game could wind up being? Uh, and a quick follow-up before we get thoughts, there was actually today too, there was a, um, a leaked still frame of the character things in-game. It did have Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, um, Shaggy, uh, the main character from Adventure Time, um, uh, Scorpion, and a couple of other ones in there. But, I mean, again, if Space Jam 2 was any little inkling of how much properties they own, how massive this game can be. Uh, thoughts? There's only so I much just, you can do. I just had a daydream of Wacko, Yakko, and Dot beating the snot out of Batman, and it made my day. It was amazing. It was an amazing, it's an amazing image, isn't it? I literally, that's what popped in my head. I was like, just the Warner Brothers and their Warner Sister Dot just going on top of Batman. And I was like, the Warner Brothers okay. jumping in front of Warner Woman, hello, nurse. hello, nurse. And then just, I'm like, okay, I'm in on it. Uh, you know, I, I like. I like the hell out of Smash Brothers. Um, I can't get anybody else I know into it. Uh, Kelly tried. <laughs> She's like, I, what is this? I said, just button mash. Just She's button like, mash. I'm not, this mash. is not fun. I said, I'm sorry. We can do. <laughs> so I used to play the hell out of it on the GameCube with my sisters when we were younger and just picked up that lightsaber thing with Luigi and just smacked everybody with it because it's but but it's it's it'll be a lot of fun it's button mashing kill three hours with your friends yeah um but envisioning like, you know cross like, the I'm just like again given the amount of properties that they have though it's like that this is a game that they could run with for how long is it this wizard of oz warner brothers Wizard of Oz, Game of Thrones. Okay, so uh, yeah, so how did that's gonna even work? So I, I do you imagine Dorothy and Toto on the screen in black and white, and then her power ups the tornado just wipes everybody out off the off the map, and then it turns she turns to color and she's got the ruby slippers, and then you hear somewhere over the rainbow starts playing while she's just beating the tar out of somebody. Wow. That's I hilarious to me. This was all just right there. That was stream of consciousness. That's just, just put in my head right now. I'm pretty sure Craig, uh, Craig, you're the movie nerd. Is, aren't they Warner Brothers now? Is it Wizard of Oz Warner Brothers? I think it is. Yes, oh, it is. It Amber's is Warner Brothers. Hello, Amber. She has a taste of human flesh, so I'll be, probably be dead by the end of this uh, broadcast. We haven't died yet. Show tiger. ain't over. Yeah, show ain't over. Tiger. Tiger. You're, I'm, in, you're, I'm, you're in the jungle. I'm looking forward to. I'll look forward to see what they. It'll be one of those games where I'm like, I'll buy it in the bargain bin and then play with. Yeah, I'll you know, be able like, to come oh, over. I, got, I, got, I, got, what the I, hell? I need a, I need a game for. I need a time killer of a game. Maybe maybe the properties changes because you got the the Nintendo thing. You got all, all those video game properties. This could tap into a whole 
other I mean, nerd got, or level of nerd because you got movies, you, you got comic Looney, books, you, you got have Looney Tunes and movies, TV shows. Yeah. You, know, you got Looney Tunes, you got DC, you got so many things in this. Who owns James Bond now? That's not Warner Brothers, is it? Yeah. It is Warner Brothers? The, the Warner, yeah, James Bond and Rocky. Warner Brothers. Owns. There you go. Yeah. 007. Rocky versus Bugs Bunny. Rocky versus Bugs Bunny. Tasmanian Devil versus Dorothy. I got you. Why not? So, I guess time will have to time will see, but it, it definitely seems interesting. Coming out for the PlayStation Eight. Yeah, right. Well, I can buy okay. that before now, PlayStation Five. In the last tidbit I've had, and this is one I've definitely been waiting to get into, especially you know because I know everybody's gonna have a pop, uh, oh, something God. on this one. I, and I, I'm waiting for this one to get into it and everything like that, too. And then you, you kind of briefly perused out what I wrote. Yeah, in. I did. All right. Uh, the not-so-smooth uh, WB Smack t- down women's title exchange oh, uh, passed this week. And with Charlotte Flair getting a lot of heat towards not just her actions, but also revealing for many her poorly developing attitude that has many not wanting to work with her. Uh, Sonya Deville restraining herself from wanting to actually fight Charlotte. Uh, back, backstage following the incident uh, Charlotte blew by Vince and was later escorted from the building uh, but then uh, Vince Russo recently went on to like publicly suggest you know Vince McMahon turned this tense situation that goes across the board and everything into a storyline uh, thoughts on this whole freaking debacle I, I think it's complete work I really do. I, I could I could be wrong. I'm waiting for the the wrestlers to say, but something when I was reading, I was like, oh, really? And then something else happened where I was like, eh, this might be a work shoot. This might have been a work that's now a shoot that's now a work. I, I don't know. I like using terms because I smell, sound smart. Um, I think there was a disagree. This is my opinion. I think there was a disagreement and there was a little bit of a thing where they worked it out and now they are working it for, for TV because I don't know. I just see WWE doing th- something like that right now because we're fighting for a hundred thousand viewers. Uh, Cause ratings. Well, supposedly like it, it had started well before um, the, like the day, like early in the day. Cause apparently Charlotte's got gotten like Uber protective of her character and everything. So I don't know. Okay. Craig. She's a goddamn flair, but okay. This is this didn't start with Becky. This goes all the way back to Nia Jax. Charlotte went out. Yeah. She's fed up. I don't think this is a work at all. I think what you see Charlotte on on camera is exactly how she feels right now. She doesn't want to do any shit that she doesn't want to do. She might have had a conversation. Okay, this is what we're going to do backstage. But when we get out there, you know, I think the belt exchange, I think she was supposed to, they were supposed to hand it off and Becky was supposed to have two belts because that's her 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 thing, but Charlotte didn't. I think the her fault, dropping it might have been a mistake, but I know the fight afterwards wasn't. But honestly, uh, she's been done since uh, her fiance husband left. So. Um, oh, I didn't even think of that. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. And, and supposedly but, she left from there right to go to Florida right away to where yeah. she was. Uh, but Charlotte finds herself in a, and forgive me, Dan, in a in a Ben Simmons type role because even if she wants to leave and and wants to leave very badly, um, the, the 
she's signed for quite a bit of money uh, long term. So uh, unless she gets fired or no one or legitimately no one else wants to work with her um, because and she's a disciplinary issue. I mean, she was escorted out of the building well, uh, she, because again, she, she blew by she blew by vince ignoring him not saying a word now that takes some yeah some some, that lady, takes some fucking some you know, lady size balls yes yeah and then disrespect and everything like that on top of that and then you know you're escorted from the building yeah you know but even if that's her intent to get fired i don't think she's going to get her wish again because wwe has her and has all her, her locked in for like a few years in. exactly so she's the ben simmons of wrestling right now because i don't think she wants to be there I don't think she's she's happy there. She's done everything there is to do, um, and again, this goes back to the, the Nia Jax shoot fight that they had, um, whatever that was about. Really, really quick, really quick on that. I don't know about anybody else, but like, they have never, in terms of a one-on-one match, they have never had in-ring chemistry. No, ever. well, yeah, well, because Nia is horrible, and Charlotte and... hasn't had in-ring chemistry with anybody lately. That's yeah. the problem. Yeah, yeah, that too. Her matches with Rhea were terrible. Yeah, and but that's who where what Charlotte's spot is now is where Rhea should be. Um, anyway, but uh, but Charlotte's had great matches with with Sasha, obviously, and has with with Becky. I mean, they go this goes back to when they were in NXT. They know each other really well. But right now, uh, Charlotte, I I don't. It's not a work at all. She she's miserable. She doesn't want to be there. She wants to and be. I, and, and, and you could tell her, like you said, Craig, really, really quick, like you, you mentioned something that, that really struck a chord with me. You could tell her promos are coming from a very real feeling place. Exactly. He's not just playing. She believes yes. what she's saying. Right. And it's just like, sweetheart, you are not the greatest thing for this division ever. You are not the pioneer that you think you are. It didn't start with you. It started before all of you. Mm-hmm. Their names were AJ Lee and Paige. Yeah. It started before the two of you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you know, but you can't tell her that. And uh yeah. I mean it's great for her 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 character and like her dad, she 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 lives her gimmick and uh she, you know, believes it and that's what makes her promo so believable because she's not being a character she's she's being herself yeah unfortunately that's not helping uh the uh the rest of the roster because if at this point if no one wants to work with her or if no one was yeah to be in the ring with her because they don't know what she's going to say or what she's gonna to do then uh that's tough especially when she's your your world champion because yeah. now how are you going to get the belt i saw a great you said a, you saw a great meme of the robert pattinson thing I saw a great meme of uh, of the WCW Nitro set with uh, uh, Tony Schiavone and Jim Ross's heads on Mongo's and and Eric Bischoff's and Charlotte Flair's head on Medusa's body, Medusa. dropping the uh, the uh, the the WWE title, yeah. title in the you know, and that's a you know couldn't. Could happen, but not very likely. But no, no, no I think they've they, they've uh, gotten a lot of smarter, a lot smarter in terms of everything in terms of that stuff now. Yeah, uh, I don't Actually, know. I don't know about that. Uh, smarter? Uh, I don't know. 
I've seen I've seen some of the reporting of the ratings and how they react to demographic key demographics. I'm like, are they smarter? Because I see the same kind of thing. I've been saying this from the beginning. I know people are like, it's not the same Vince McMahon. I I see the same mistakes being made that were made the 20 previous years, and I'm like, okay, you just keep doing that, stupid. All right, we'll see how that works out for you. At the end of the day. Uh, our our friends uh, Boogaloo, Lowrider, and all of them, they have their show and they said, at the end of the day, you know, you're going to poke the bear and wake the sleeping, sleeping giant at one point. I mean, regardless of whatever's going on now, WWE's not going anywhere. They're not going anywhere. We have 50, 60 years of history to tell you that Vince McMahon is a ruthless, conniving, diabolical motherfucker. And if he heard me say that, he'd be like, thanks, pal, because it's true. There is a reason he's worth billions now. There is a reason that WWE, despite all of the bullcrap that has happened in the last 30 years, is still on TV. Don't do, Tony Khan, what Bischoff did. And you even got Bischoff calling you out on it now, dude. Somebody alerted to me. Uh, Derek McDonald, Craig, was um, I think everybody knows Derek McDonald's name here. Yeah, uh, was mentioned how like you know Khan is focusing on the demographic, and it's not may not be what you think it is, dude. Yeah, yeah. Derek was messaging me because he went back and listened to where Craig the last episode where you and I on HIC were talking about ratings and how mm-hmm. Bischoff is saying things very similar to both of what we were saying. I was like, okay, if Bischoff's calling you out, I would listen to Bischoff, the guy who did it and then still didn't survive is the guy you're going to want to take advice from right now on what not to do. So go ahead. We live in a world where people on Twitter think Kenny Omega invented knee strikes and wrestling. Okay. Oh, fucking K the end of story. That's all I have to say. I heard about that briefly. Uh, today at some point. I just tried to peruse past that. I just, I found the tweet and I just replied with the Shining Wizard which was created by the Great Muda. Muda. Yeah. And there were knee strikes before that, you schmuck. You think <laughs> fucking knee strikes are only two years old, you asshole? Get out of here. You had uh, nothing on this one? Yeah. I really give a shit. Wow. wow. <laughs> okay. she, she really I, is I, Daria. I, I, there's a fucker. Cares. I agree. I, I listen. All the stuff about Flair recently, and it's like, come. Even Ric Flair can be replaced, and I know, like me saying that is like you can't replace Ric Flair, but they have. I thought the same Both, thing when Hogan walked away. When Hogan first walked uh, away, they're like, "Oh, they're done. Hogan's gone." All these guys. Flair was replaced twice. It might have not been what you thought it was, but it's even Flair is just another cog in the wheel. No matter if it's Charlotte or Rick, it's just another cog in that reel. You will be pulled out and replaced. You, you're special until you're not. But again, you know, I mean, it's also, again, like we were saying, it's like, okay, how, what do you do when the line gets so big that nobody wants to work with her? I mean, yeah, you can force them into the ring, obviously, because you're the boss. But you can't exactly what ha- handle always what happens in the ring. Well, you strip them yeah. of the title and you have a tournament or give it to somebody else. No, but I'm saying like, but you, you see my point is like, okay, 
I don't want to work with her. Well, you either get in a ring with her or you don't freaking work. You don't, you know. We yeah, but in the, in the day of the internet, in the days of the internet and everything being transparent, Damien, you, you can't you can't do that right now because it's going to look like a, a PR nightmare. If a wrestler goes, this bitch is, is and I, I was talking from the male perspective before, I wasn't saying women. This dude, this bitch, this asshole is giving me shit. I don't want to work with him. I refuse. Well, you have to. Uh, tweet <laughs> over game is over like so i understand what you're saying damien but i think with more eyes on the goings on and the and, and see this is where smarts uh we benefit from smarts because they'll be like well i'm not watching your shit then if you're gonna force this guy to work with this guy if he's <laughs> Has any of you seen the news about the Chicago Blackhawks recently? Yeah. I know Craig has. I'm not going to explain the whole thing. There was a cover-up of sexual assault in 2010. All those championship teams, all those championship teams, there was assault that was covered up because, well, we're doing well. We can't address this now. And then they just ended up not bothering addressing it. That person was later released by the team and given a recommendation to go work at a high school where this guy then abused the high school. Now Twitter's involved. The GM who was the GM at the time has left the team. These guys who were in the staff that were in the meeting that was brought to their attention and was told what was going on are all working in the NHL right now. Not for long because now Twitter's involved. And eventually it's going to be a PR nightmare where they can't hold their jobs. And it's going to be a problem. The NHL, like the WWE on a smaller scale, I'll even say it's a slightly smaller scale as far as popularity um, has gotten away with this for so long. Like in the early days of the 1900s in the NHL, arenas would burn down when there was a competing team magically. You know, the, the, well, what happened? I don't know. I guess there's only one Montreal team now. Oops. So this has been going on for a hundred years. Uh, it's stopping. <laughs> so it's kind of like down a stadium. Yeah. Oh, oh, what happened? There's two Philadelphia teams. Not anymore. There isn't. Um, so, so, so almost made him laugh. I was so five seconds later, it would have been all over the camera. Um, so it's like that. So if you got a wrestler that's bold enough, Adam Cole was the perfect example of that. Adam Cole was straight up on Twitch and on social media. And now he's working at AEW. They're doing as much with him as WWE was going to do with him, but he got what he wanted. And he's working with his friend. So there's a way out now. That's my only caveat to the whole thing. I'm not trying to correct you. You're the wrestler. I'm saying it's the social media thing. Kind of, it changes the game. Sometimes if a wrestler is like, I don't give a shit anymore. I don't care. Yeah, well, we said that years ago with first introduction to the internet. Again, we've mentioned it many, many times. The introduction to the internet was a blessing and a curse to everything. <laughs> did, everything. Didn't help me. Didn't help me when a certain somebody was employing a registered sex offender. Whatever. Nevertheless, that <laughs> is all on, the urges I have for this month. If anybody else has got anything, go right ahead. Any new shows? Any new movies? Anything anybody wants to share? Go for it. The trailer for Hawkeye and the uh, first two episodes of Hawkeye will debut on Disney Plus the day before Thanksgiving. Yes, yes. Hawkeye does look like a lot of fun. Hawkeye looks like a lot of fun. Just seeing Steve Rogers the musical is enough for me. Yeah, 
I have not seen this trailer, and now I'm going to see this trailer. I avoided yeah, it on purpose. Yeah, you got to see the Hawkeye trailer. It's really good. It's really funny. And it's uh, the, yeah, the, the, the you, musical bit is hilarious. Uh, did you bring up Bill Murray in Ant-Man? No, I did not. That came out Bill, today, too. Yes. Yeah, that came out today, too. Bill Murray is uh, gonna has a role in the next Ant-Man, which... Makes me excited. It makes me I think there's a little there makes, part of the MCU. Well, I was gonna say it makes me think there's a little Paul Rudd, Peter Van, there's a little uh, Mr. Gruberson, Peter Venkman interaction little, in the new Ghostbusters. Yeah, of course, yeah. Of course. Uh, and I would also like to talk about Dune for a second. Okay, well, you you'll have all the information on that as opposed to us, so go for it. Sand. Uh, yes, lots of sand. Uh, yes, sandworms. Craig, have you seen uh, Dune? I have seen Dune. Uh, well, I would like your opinion first and lower your mic a little bit, please. Yes, I have seen Dune and uh, my uh, uh, visually uh, very stunning, but um, it was really came to it was I had more clarity after hearing uh, about the movie on our, our favorite uh, radio show, Dan, um, because I didn't read the book and did not see the original movie. I was lost. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I enjoyed what I saw. Everyone yeah. looked great. I loved the but cast. I, yeah, I heard I it was like that. Like, if you had no clue about the book or the movies, you were like... So I was like... It's good for two... It's it, it's good in that way for two reasons. Because it's like, well, I haven't seen the book. I don't know what's going on. That's good because the movie is telling you, like, it didn't set it... It set up very little because this is... A, it, it was by design. There's a lot more coming. So the class... I loved it. Uh, but I understand where Craig and it was like, I don't know what the fuck's going on here. I'm like, remember, uh, Craig, you're old enough to remember the whole thing about the Empire Strikes Back and then not find out what happened till Return of the Jedi. It's yeah, gonna yeah. be it's gonna be kind of like that without the Ewoks. Okay. Yeah, well the, the thing with the Empire Strikes oh, Back, I, Ewoks. I yeah, I had seen Star Wars, so I was okay with Empire Strikes Back. But oh, with yeah. Dune, I came in there completely unaware. Had, yeah, you again, heard what I said, Damien. Hadn't read yeah. the book, hadn't yeah. seen, hadn't seen the original with uh, Kyle McLaughlin and Sting, so I came Don't. in as a as a blank <laughs> slate, wanting to get, and I was following the story, and it's all about Spice World, which is I didn't see any Spice Girls in there, and um, <laughs> nice. wanted to see where it was. Uh, my number one guilty pleasure movie of all time, by the way, Spice World. Oh, it's like, uh, I love that movie. I'll, I'll I'll fight I'll fight alongside that on that hill with you, sir. But but it didn't grab me. I I was into it. I I enjoyed the the character that got invested. Timothy Chalamet is, was was great. Everybody was great. Everyone looked great. Jason Momoa, Batista, everybody. Oscar Isaac. Oscar Isaac. Jason uh, Momoa without a beard though confused me. I was like, is he attractive now? I don't know. Was well, that Momoa? Yeah, I was like, wait, yeah, he doesn't, he doesn't have, have a beard, beard on. It's weird. I'm confused. Beard, I'm confused now sexually. I don't understand. Uh, well, I'm always confused sexually. Uh, no, Craig, I, I get what you're saying. Uh, but I, 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 um, I do understand that because there's, I saw, I talked to a lot of people, Craig, uh, mm -hmm. to the list, who hasn't seen the original or read anything, who was like, I, I really don't know what happened. Really, <laughs> I was like. Yeah. Stick around, please. Give the second one a try. I promise of course, you. Of and like I said, it looked great. I mean, visually, it's it's stunning. I mean, obviously, it's going to get nominated for best visual effects and lots oh, yeah. of other technical well, awards. It, part two finally got announced today. That's what I. The whole point was me. My nerd tidbit is Dune Two 
got Dune Part Two, excuse me. Uh, got greenlit today. Well, yeah, it got greenlit today by Legendary Warner Brothers, and I'm very happy for that because you know, with with releases digitally in theaters right now, I was kind of worried. Like, oh, is this gonna? Are is this gonna be the Blade Runner 2049 thing with Danae again? <laughs> because no, because I, I, Blade Runner Blade Runner 2049 was the best movie I saw that year, and that came out the same year. We'll talk about that later. Um, we'll talk about that later today. Blade Runner twenty four nine was fucking amazing, and it's over. It's done. Yeah, but well, actually, I lied. There's the Adult Swim uh, anime sequel yeah. series that's coming out that looks very good. But um, so I was worried going in, and then I read the number, and I was like, oh, two hundred twenty one billion uh, million worldwide. Never mind, it's fine. <laughs> We're it's over budget. We're good. Uh, so I'm very much looking forward to it. Uh, if you get a chance, though, people listening to me, go see it in the theater. Do not watch it at home. This movie, unless you got a 4K television that costs $1,600 like I do, don't see this at home. This is a movie you have to see at least once in theater. Uh, the same thing with the Suicide Squad. I watched it at home, and then the next week, I was like, I'll see you later. <laughs> I had to see it. So, please, nerds, support Dune. I promise it'll be worth it in the end. That scene with the box, man. Uh, I, I'm talking to you guys, so you, have, you didn't see it originally. You have no idea what I'm talking about. But, uh, you know, he puts his hand in the box. What's in this box? She just goes, Pain. I was not sold on Tim- Timothy Chalamet. Uh, what's his, how do you say his name? Timothy Chalamet. It is Chalamet. Okay. I was yes, not sold on him until that scene. I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm on the Chalamet train. That was amazing. Uh, yeah, chew, chew. And Zendaya was uh, yeah. for the brief moment. She was at Batista's in it. Was yeah. Oh, shout out to Stellan Skarsgård. Uh, nobody saw him in the trailer because he's unrecognizable. Uh, he plays the main villain. And he damn near stole that movie. He's not yeah. in it in a long time, but the scene, he's got all types of prosthetics and shit going on. And you could tell this dude was having fun with the evil, the, the disgusting, gross character he plays uh, physically. And and uh, morality or, or mor- what's the word I'm looking for? I can't not talk anymore. Stellan Skarsgård, uh, big shout out to him because you it, recently you think of him as the he later turns goofy professor in the Marvel universe, but actually has the has has an answer, and he turns into this uh, job of the hut like fucker, yeah. and you're just like, oh yeah, he was great. Dune was awesome. Glad it, I'm glad it got made. I'm glad they're going to do a second one, and it'll probably be three. There's a lot. The Queen. Hello, Queen. I got nothing else. I could talk. I could analyze the Ghostbusters TV it, spots and be like, us, us either. Unfortunately, I'm sorry. It was a little lackluster this, this year. Over there, I've, I've got nothing to say. That was it. That was my. That was my news. To in our know. defense, it's been a rough week for it's a been bunch a very of us. So, you know, we still got the Halloween. Uh, uh, never mind. Yes. 
Dan don't Dan doesn't have words. Me, Dan no, me Dan good, no, no words. Things. Thing, vowels. Me things. <laughs> Please. Well, that over. being said, Craig, do the thing. I will do the thing. Um, thing I love to do. Wonderful thing. Thing we've been doing all this time. Thing we we've been waiting for all these years. Uh, this has been another edition of Nerd Herders coming to your second annual Halloween extravaganza spectacular. Uh, thank you for uh, listening, for watching, and for dressing up at home. I know you watched this in full costume, and we sincerely appreciate you doing so. Uh, you can join us again uh, at the end of uh, next month for our Thanksgiving spectacular. Uh, we'll be thank you for giving. Uh, us, uh, your uh, time, attention, and uh, your love of all things pop culture and nerdum. In the meantime, in between time, you can find me, Craig Legans, on Facebook, Instagram, and on Twitter, C R A I G L I G E O N S. And on any of those social platforms, you can watch my whip and watch me nay and watch me whip and watch me nay nay. Uh, Hey, Stitch, uh, Lilo, uh, where can people follow you? They can find me uh, on Instagram at dvargas802. Uh, you can also find me on Instagram at u.s.underscore.shotokai for the karate school that I have currently here in northern New Jersey if you're interested in that or personal training. Other than that, all the news bit, tidbits that I, you heard from me today and more can be found on facebook.com slash nerd herders rebooted that's me <laughs> that you uh dan making all that noise where can people follow you and your um flux capacitor this is not a pke meter it's actually the alien communicator from the movie they live that's oh. actually true it's actually a true story it's actually a true story that they actually repurpose this and they talk into it like this and they live very funny. Uh, follow me and all my other useless tidbits of information at DanLaw83. Hey, uh, Fox, don't you have a book coming out? Eventually. Yeah. Rumor has it. Can, can he tell us about it? Uh, it is my wrestling memoir from 98 to 2000 something. About my time on the independent wrestling scene as a manager, part-time wrestler, part-time referee, wife, mother, and a bunch of other crazy shit. All around good time girl. <laughs> yes. Unfortunately. Yeah. Fortunately for all of us, you have a story to tell and a story that we can't wait to read and hear all about. Thank you for joining us uh, again this month and taking time out of your incredibly busy week. To, uh, to join us uh, because, you know, kids going back to school and kids have uh, other stuff that parents like you have to deal with. So, again, thank you for making time for us. Yes, her, uh, for joining us. Uh, again, uh, guys, we do this every month and it never gets old. I, I can't believe we've done this for uh, every month this year. Yeah, and, uh, it, uh, crazy. It, yeah, it's, it's still fun. <laughs> A uh, couple more to go, and uh, we'll be out of here. But in the meantime, in between time, I said that before. God, I'm the hat's too tight. It's coming up on me, and my Internet Explorer is. Yeah, check your watch, Dan. Um, 
Is it time for me to say that you're my nerd herder? Is that what time it is, Dan? Yeah, it looks like, uh, yeah, you're my nerd herder. Thank you. Uh, Dave. It was the um, flyer score, okay? Yeah, well, that's what, TV, that's what TVs are for. Well, that's but what that. It, oh, yeah, you ought to. You start putting music videos on in the TV in our backgrounds. That'd be fun. Yeah, it could be fun. Hey, uh, Veronica, is that your real name? No. Good. Okay, Foxy with three X's. Uh, yes, you're so my nerd herder. You're <laughs> my nerd herder. <laughs> hey, Dame, you're my nerd herder. You're my nerd herder. Thank you. Uh, folks listening and watching, thank you for letting us be your nerd herders for this another month. For Dan, for Fox, for Damien, and for our cats that rule our household, uh, thank you again for joining us. This has been Nerd Herders. Uh, we have been Nerd Herders, and we'll see you next month. Bye. Bye.